broadcasting live from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Appreciate you being with us on a Balls Wednesday. I'm Jeff, that's Tom, Director Matthew, in the house as well. Find me on Twitter at Jay Cameron Show. And uh, by the way, if you're watching on War Chant TV, make sure you, uh, you celebrate that fact. Like it, subscribe, pass it around, do all the good things. Do all the things, man. W's and L's are coming up. W's and L's. Coming up. You excited? Nervous? Do you, you feel the nerves? You got a little bit of nerves in you? This has become a, a thing. Yeah, there's always a little bit of butterflies with the first W's and L's of the season. Or of the calendar year, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. So I have to tell you this. I, I don't know that everybody understands this. We do not discuss W's and L's, you and I, before we do them. Ever. Because we want it to be impromptu. We don't want it to be scripted. It isn't scripted. That's what we do. We, we wait. And I'm going to take it a step further and reveal something else. Now, I don't know if you are this way, but I think you are. And I know I am. I don't think about it until the schedule is in front of me and we're doing the segment. I don't even look. Because, look, we just saw the schedule. Now, obviously, when the schedule came out, you have an opinion about that. We did an entire show, uh, you know, on Warchant TV the night it came out on Monday. So, yeah, I mean, when we saw what it was in real time, then you have an opinion about it. I mean, I, I guess you, you can't help but say, oh, well, LSU and Orlando, what do you think? Southern Miss and BC after that. Oh, look at that. We got Clemson in week four on the road. You know, we did all those things. But I haven't really broke down the rosters and thought in-depthly about these teams. For example, Djokovic left BC, took it on down the road to Pitt. That's an upgrade. Pitt, Pitt's going to be in a good situation there. Djokovic, if, with time, is a good football player. He's a good quarterback. He got overwhelmed when he was at BC, just steady taking ass beatings because they couldn't block anybody. Yeah, he hates playing us. Yeah, he's been overwhelmed against us. But now maybe Pitt will be capable, and maybe that game in late or early, excuse me, early November, not late November, uh, will be a, a, a tougher matchup than we realize. You know, it's things like that where you start to vet the rosters. And, you know, we know, for example, Wake Forest lost a ton off that team from a year ago. And not just the quarterback. Everybody knows the quarterback. But they, their defensive line manhandled our offensive line. They really did a good job against our offensive line last year. That was probably the more disappointing aspect of what happened was that our offensive line got bullied in that game in the first half. They lost most of those guys. So their drop-off should be significant. Whereas maybe pitch drop off is not as significant because they got an upgrade at quarterback. Well, we're vetting it a little bit here. I'd say that I, I look at the rundown. I have an idea of where I'm going before we have W's and L's. Certainly not rehearsed or anything like that. And what happens is you get into the heat of the moment and there's almost an inspiration that just, it's like a charge 
through the atmosphere in the studio, and you might change your mind on a game on the fly. So if you're picking first and you say something, I go, you know, I was going to put W the whole way here, but it's an L or vice versa. This was my L, you know, for September. I thought they were going to lose this game. No, they're good. By God, they're going to win it. They're going to win that football we game. We do so reserve the right to change our W's and L's. I mean, in our lifetime of doing W's and L's on the JCS, there have been special moments in which one of us thought the team was going to lose six games, and then the next time we did W's and L's, 50 days later, we were like, no, you know what? I, I, I've reconsidered. That's a win, and that's a win. That's a four-loss team or a three-loss team. Like we, It changes. It especially changes after the spring when you've seen yeah. the guys come into camp and the competition begins, and you see somebody's got a lot bigger, a lot stronger. Somebody's gotten to a place where they're a better player than they were a year ago just through the physical workouts and, and the nutrition. Other times you see guys recovering from an injury, and you're like, ooh, he, he's still not right. He's not even close to where we need him to be. I was counting on him to start. He can't even walk. This is not good. So you do change your opinions once spring happens. I remember, and it's amazing how long ago it is now, but 13, 14 years ago when you and Matt Millar would do W's and L's, I think for a couple of those years, from 09 to 12, you might have done it once a month. I think it was. I, I think it <laughs> We got would to check his, in on it. I can't remember, but we did. It's a three-hour show, so I could understand that once a month. But I think the root, the, the minimum amount that you could do Florida State W's and L's, because we'll do them. There'll be a day where we just say, throw a team at us. Yeah. Throw a team. Oh, we'll we had fun with that. Yeah. It's at minimum three. It's when the schedule comes out. It's after spring and then the final you submission the fall, yeah. before the season Bare starts. minimum three. I think we tend to do four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are dog days of summer. There are tough times rolling on in here in freaking May. Maybe in freaking May we can designate a W's and L's day. It's and it's no, just in it's the chat, no. throw a team at us. We'll pull up the schedule. We'll go at it. Solving the future. It'll be our friends <laughs> be at ISS. The whole day. We're solving Duke's future. Here we go. Yeah, man, I uh, we we have done that a lot. We uh, it, It's called freaking May, by the way. That's it's what it says. Freaking May. Hot as Hades. Nothing going on. You're devastated. Kids are about to get out of school. Sir, may I remind you that the PGA Championship is now going on in the month of May. Which I love. Glory's second shot. You do realize Sawgrass is coming up, buddy. We got to get our ass over there. A little TPC action. Es posible. Yeah. I'm excited about Sawgrass, it. Sawgrass, one magical week in Greensboro. We're, we're not. Be close we're, one. Florida State basketball doesn't exist. So we have all the time in the world to go over there and. Look, I mean, I, I could mention that... Uh, Your phone's ringing in three, two... This season, I'm putting Florida State basketball on the back burner. That's all I'm saying. Especially after what just happened Saturday against Clemson at the TLC C. Uh, NC, you want me to preview, preview the at NC State game? PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina, televised tonight on the ACC Network beginning at 9 o'clock. Home of the Carolina Hurricanes. You're going to stay up? To 9 o'clock to watch that tip against NC State, who's 17-5, and five, by the way, 7-4 and four in the ACC. We, however, are 5-6 and six in the ACC and 7-15. and 15. We're currently in a situation where <laughs> when you go into the contacts list and you find Ding Ding and you give him a call, it went straight to voicemail and you're thinking, hey, oh, it's the Ding Ding. You know Leave what? a message. Mu yes, there it is. <laughs> Must have been the circuits got tied. So let me try again. That happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 
And then it goes straight to voicemail again. Oh, the Ding Ding's got us on straight to voicemail. Mm-hmm. The Ding Ding's voicemail would have to be the sound of him lighting a cigarette before he speaks into the microphone. Hey, it's the Ding Ding. I'll get back to you. Yeah, that's it. That's him. All right, so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to break down the Quavion Smith and Casey Morsel and those guys at NC State. Don't need to. A, it's college basketball, which is not very riveting, and B, we're terrible. So there it is, just like that. We're moving along. You ready? You want to do this now? This segment? Right here? <sighs> we could take an early break, and then we could come back and fire up the, the liner, which I miss. I got to do some stretches, you know? I remember, W's and L's requires you to be limber. I remember the day we did W's and L's like it was yesterday in terms of the, the sounder. The, the Oh, yeah, yeah. Wins, losses. A lot of laughs around the studio. We were all cracking up. And then we cracked up when we did the Lewin. Yeah, we did. Mm. (laughs) It's been a minute since we did the Lewin career forecaster. Should that get rolled back out in 2023? Yeah, we should do the Lewin career forecaster again for these quarterbacks. It can't be quarterbacks, though. Oh, let's do it. Because I believe there was one sounder that said go to hell, which we Uh, just Which was funny. I think there literally was. He's laughing over here, director. Uh, There was. Remember, the, the lie was, the Lewin career forecaster loves Bridgewater. Yeah. That was, <laughs> just because of the numbers game. Remember, yep. that's what it was. Love Bridgewater. You like Glennon. And then I forget who you didn't like. We'd have to go dig that up. But it was based on the formula. It was nothing about my opinion of those quarterbacks. It was the formula, the Lewin career forecaster, which was based on that stupid uh, equation that that guy came up with, number of starts, number of pass attempts, something completion percent. There was something, there was like four things that that guy plugged into. That's why we came up with it. it. Was this guy had a career forecaster based on this formula? Yeah, and it was ridiculous. And we we did dabble into the coach forecaster briefly with Lewin, Lewin two We should bring back Lewin to do coach forecasting because that. The interesting thing about coach forecasting as well as quarterback forecasting, we now know that it's a crapshoot when it comes to uh, quarterbacks. We all think we know, and they all think they know, and none of them do. They they back into getting it right sometimes, but it's it's not like some great foresight. Like they, it's well statistically speaking, it is. It's a fifty fifty proposition on these quarterbacks for the most part. And even if a guy has had a stellar career and meets all of the criteria, six foot five, can run, has a cannon for an arm, did a great job of reading defenses pre-snap, completed 68% of his passes in college, like every number that tells you he's going to be a success, you're like, we'll see. I don't know. It, it doesn't – it's bizarre. And then there are guys like Jalen Hurts. There was no way, no how. And he wasn't any good his first couple of years. You're like, eh, this is about what I thought. And now look at the guy. In the right situation, the right place with the right players, he is more than just productive. He's he, he's become very, very good. Which makes Lamar Jackson, who had held out, I think. I, I don't know what, what the injury stuff was, if it honestly Oh, was, no, he just was withholding services, yes. But he's already won league MVP. Yeah. They had a couple of nip-and-tuck games that didn't go their way in didn't the postseason. Go their way, no. But you would be more apt as a general manager to give him the open market contract he's looking for because you're seeing success other places. It's not like it's the Lamar Jackson experiment and then everybody else has pocket passers. That Jalen Hurts is succeeding the way that the Philadelphia Eagles are succeeding 
explosiveness plus dual threat means that if you had the cap space, and the Bucks don't, but if you had the cap space, Lamar would be an interesting conversation to have. You have to change your offense, though. Sure. So you'd, you'd go about the process of starting over. But that was sacrilege in the NFL, and we well, always thought that was oh, dumb. Thank goodness we've come a long way. I mean, thank goodness we've come a long way with that. It was boring. It was cookie cutter. You weren't allowed to win the way that these guys are now winning. Like It couldn't be done. Nobody would do it. And for a while, it didn't happen because those guys got the hell beat out of them, CRG3 and others. Um, but the league has come around, which is a good thing. I like the, the diversity of offenses and different looks. You can still win championships. And, in fact, yeah. you're, you're more apt to win championships still with a pocket passer, but it's nice to have the mobility. Because teams have personalities. That's the other reason that college basketball sucks. Yeah, well, it's, you're it's, not allowed to develop personalities no, anymore in college So many basketball. one and done. Yeah, so you don't get the villains and you don't get the heroes well, to develop, and you don't get those, correct. you know, the coaches used to be a little bit more... Um, the characters of the game. ...around the spectrum. You mm -hmm. had all kinds of, of coaches, different uh, styles, but then their teams took on their personality. Duke was always... Well, that's why people hated Christian Lehner. He was there forever. And you had time to learn how much you could hate somebody. He was also really good. And but Coach K you, had a bunch of spoiled brats. But what do you know? But you did that with every team. And that in college basketball, is really missing out on that. I mean, the, the run-and-gun stuff that you had. I mean, listen, by Slam and Jamma with Houston, going all the way back to that NC State-Houston game we were just talking about the other day, UNLV and Tark and those guys, it was so fun. I mean, you had Fab Five. You had contrasting styles and – you did have time in a lot of those situations because guys, even if they were good, stuck around for you know three years, four years. In some cases, you don't you don't have that now. All right, so what it will be? I, I I've drug it out. You're right, guys. Long enough. W's and L's coming up next. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day. And I gave him a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens, and uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way. If that's important to you, it is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. AthleticGreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. AthleticGreens.com slash JCS.
The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Hello! Florida man in Texas, that's funny. New phone ringtone, Jeff yelling, I don't want any of those bums. Yeah, the quarterback's coming out in this year's draft. That that was what I was referencing. A lot of them. Bums. Don't want them. I want the crop that comes out next year. That's, That's the group that I want. In particular, one. I want the coin flip with those guys. Yeah. I don't want the coin flip with these guys. No. These guys feel like a, a much greater failure rate than the next group of guys that are coming. Feels like a two-sided coin. This feels like. As in one side. We got no chance is what it feels like. Here you go. Flipping for no chance. Coin says no chance on the front and the back. There it is. Pick a side. <laughs> no chance. Call it. I'll take no chance. You got it. Sounds like you're doing W's and L's with Miami schedule. <laughs> If they're trying for, say, nine or ten wins. Anything you would change about the schedule now that we've had time to think about it? Anything that you don't like at all before we do W's and L's? Anything that you say, you know what? This is less than ideal. My guess is you're going to attack the stretch of Wake Pitt Miami. In a way. In a way. If you could remove one of those two roadies and throw them in the middle, switch Ruski. With the three consecutive Instead of the home three games. home games. It's, this screws the fans. I, I don't think that the ACC did anything egregious to no, Florida State no. in this circumstance. I think that this is a, a fairly favorable schedule because, in theory, you're going to have to play Clemson twice if it all goes chalk. I'd rather play them first early in the season. You know when LSU is. But three consecutive home games for those opponents, I feel bad for the season. So you holders. would switch at Pitt with Syracuse. Probably so. Yeah. You can even throw the weight game there. I, you know, just Syracuse. move one of them. I just, for the season ticket holders, this was already a light slate, man. This was already a tough one to say, I am not going with the three-game pack. Give me all the games. I want all six. And you're going to put three of them in a row? Yikes. I was making a plan, uh, making plans with my dad yesterday about which games we were going to go to together. He usually picks at least one road game where he says, I'll meet you there. Is he coming three weeks in a row in October? Yeah, 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 he'll be here. Yeah, he's coming. Uh, man, the man's a warrior. We'll see. Oh, he'll be here. He'll be here. He'll he'll go to Virginia Tech, Syracuse, and Duke. Now, he may forego, like, so I wanted to go to see the Clemson game. I wanted you and I to go to the Clemson game, snap this streak, tell him to suck it, get that win. The 10th anniversary. Yeah. I, I would have to go back to where I was standing on the sideline, yes, and so would I'd you. I'd have to go back. Well, I stand next to the team. Will Mike let me do that? We'll ask him on uh, Wednesday. I wonder if Doyle is still there, the uh, state trooper. South Carolina fan. Could find him. He hates South Carolina. I mean, he hates Clemson. You stand here as long as you want, as far as I'm concerned. I hate Clemson. You know, what's funny is with my dad coming to every home game, um, you know, by that third one, I'm like, all right, Dad, I love you. But, right. Well, you let him. Uh, I mean, come That's on. That's the thing. Also, a three-game stretch where you realize that you're in the ACC. If you ever forget for one moment that you're in the ACC, just look at those three home games in sequence. Virginia Tech. Well, now that shouldn't Syracuse be Syracuse and Duke. Duke. 
Yes, but that should not be Ooh. the case. Virginia Tech shouldn't be this kind of ass. I mean, it, come on now, guys. Well, they've been that kind of ass for how long? Since no, Beamer number, beat us in 10? Number of years now. It's, it's been it's been tough. They got to get it together up there. Boy, when they came here with Miami, you just thought, Renaissance? No, man. Well, no, they came here and beat the hell out of us uh, in Willie's first game. They did. That was an ass kicking right here. No matter how much jumping around we did before the game, it did not alter. Mm. <laughs> you know, we tried to set the record for jumping around, too. Yeah. Fans, too. We were all jazzed. Oh, everybody was jumping. Wrong. Okay. Cue it up. Let's do it. Wins. All right, all right, all right. How you doing? Losses. Damn it. We lost. We fucking super lost, man. Where do we triumph? Where doth thou fall? Makes me want to watch Tropic Thunder again. That movie is awesome. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. Makes me want to go see a for-profit pastor. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Right out the gates, we've known about it. LSU in Orlando. Jeff and Tom will be doing the Jeff Cameron Show live, we think, from the uh, Harry Buffalo. In all likelihood. In all likelihood, indeed. And uh, we will celebrate that show and uh, that weekend in the return to meaningful football games with a lot on the line for the first game of the year against LSU, September the 3rd, Camping World Stadium, a dump of a stadium, but it will house a very important game nonetheless. By sheet organized here. Yep. Tom, I feel We're like going to have to go musicless here. Uh, why? Because of the new the new structure of things. It sounds like your microphone to be in a, in a pint of beer. Oh, I don't think we should so do that. It's okay. We can do it in post. All right. This adds to the suspense anyway. W. Florida State gets off on the right foot. They get the win in Orlando. For the record, Florida State is 10-0-1, I do believe, all time in Orlando. We don't lose in Orlando. You schedule a game in Orlando. I bitch about it. Then I go to it, and then we win it. That's how it works when it's Florida State in Orlando, and that's how it's going to work again this year. A hard-fought, well-played game. The more experienced and better quarterback gets the W. We start off on the right foot yet again at LSU's expense. You know, LSU can't, and, and Jaden Daniels cannot, hit Kayshawn Booty in a face mask again this year before he's not on that team any longer. Daniels is. Their left tackle should be better. That was quite the lesson that was taught in the first game of the season last year. I said it last year at this time, well, last year before the game started, that Mm -hmm. we had the better quarterback. And we do. And it proved to be true, and it's going to prove to be true again. Florida State gets out to a lead, sets the pace, and finishes the job this time Mm. without some scary extra point drama. Florida State is 1-0, and you have the ultimate get-out-of-jail-free card in your pocket after the first week in Orlando. Of vital importance, that football game is for the very reason you just expressed. If you win that game, you can lose on the road later to Clemson and still be in the playoff hunt and have that shot at revenge at the end of the year against Clemson. You'll still be highly ranked because of the LSU victory, not because of the subsequent victories over Southern Miss and B.C. Just like that, we go... WW back to back now 3 and 0 
Yes. I moved sources around. That's what I did. Well, I just gave you two more wins. You, you got to predict this. Games. W W. It's almost like the internet. WWW dot time for Clemson. We're three and oh, baby. Woo! Woo! We are ranked inside the top five in the country heading on the road. College game day on their way to Clemson, South Carolina, recognizing that the matchup is once again big time. The nation tuning in. And unfortunately. Garrett Riley, new offensive coordinator, snaps Clemson out of their funk, and the Florida State defense fails another test. Much to my chagrin, and the first loss of the year occurs. Florida State no longer undefeated. It is a loss on the road at Clemson, September the 23rd, 3-1, and one, headed into the bye week. Florida State is undefeated Woo! as it travels to Clemson. Florida State is undefeated as Dabo runs down the hill. Florida State is undefeated as it's a 25-minute presentation before the kickoff of that game. Florida State leaves Clemson, South Carolina. Undefeated 4-0. Oh, oh, there he is, always catering to the fan base. Top five in the country. Ten-year anniversary. We did it again. We went up there, stuck it to you, Tigers. I'll be there. I'll go. Tom just plays to the chat. He just wants everybody to love him. I did last year, and I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Bye week. As we lick our wounds, learn. Learn from our mistakes. Bye week. Uh, I actually would have predicted us. Win. I would have predicted us to beat Clemson had the status quo Um you know, been 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 what it was. If we had, if they had not made changes, uh, Riley went to TCU following the 2021 campaign, in which TCU finished five and seven. He produced the nation's 65th ranked scoring offense in his lone season in Fort Worth. He transformed that season into the ninth ranked offense in the country, averaging nearly 40 points a game. They led the football bowl subdivision with 22 plays from scrimmage of 50 yards or more. He dials up, like his brother, dynamic offenses. Max Dugan went from who the hell is Max Dugan to, good Lord, look at those Max Dugan numbers as a runner-up finisher in the Heisman Trophy voting, an All-American, and he'll do the same for Clemson's offense. That was a good hire. They could be the ninth-best offense at Clemson next year. Still won't be better than our offense. A shootout. Elite. Get a couple of stops. Make it happen. Preston's right to point out that after that loss, that would make eight wins in a row by Clemson, nearly a platinum bohica for Dabo. And that is hurtful, but understand the streak ends right there. Understand the streak ends. So we've already got a W in the right. 2024 the W's and L's. Oh, right there, wow. boys. That's where it is. There's your it, futures. It ends at eight. There it is. Bye week. Coming out of that bye week, looking for revenge. On the wrong end of it, Virginia Tech takes an ass kicking in Doe Campbell Stadium, continuing a trend of Virginia Tech football, which is to say, not good. Not good, man. A more w. rabid atmosphere in Tallahassee than Willie Taggart's inaugural game as the head coach of Florida State, because it's a celebration now. Now you're looking around the country. 
Can we climb to number one oh, number in the one college the football here playoff we go. rankings? Here we go. Yeah, other teams slip up. We're right here. Right there. We're right here. Knocking on the door. It's the first Open in another set of wins. Five in a row to start the season. Second mm. year in a row. Wow. Five and oh. Syracuse comes to Doak. They're trending in the wrong direction. Tough times at Syracuse. The football team's not any good. They weren't at the end of last year, and they won't be again this year. It is over. Syracuse takes a beating at Doak Campbell. Another win for the Knowles as they are off to a 5-1 and one start, according to me. 6-0, and oh, according to Tom. I'm guessing a W is forthcoming. Yeah, win. You know, it's a little sloppy. Uh, you know, we, we need to look at motivation a little bit. I think Mike Norvell's postgame press conference says, hey, hey, we haven't done anything yet. Need to be consistent week in, week out. I look for better next week. Glad we got the W today, but we move on to Duke. Win. Duke comes to Doak Campbell Stadium. We're all a little tired having three straight home games. But Duke, you're going to have to look out for. They give Clemson a scare early in the season. They have our attention. Elko doing good things at Duke. Nobody confusing Duke for a national championship contender, but the kind of team. That can sneak up on you if you overlook them. Florida State with a game at Wake Forest the following week, maybe looking ahead for revenge purposes, never having lost to Duke. We're biting our fingernails at Duke in the Duke game at Doak, heading into the fourth quarter, but the Knowles get a couple of late scores to pull away by a couple of touchdowns, and it's another W. Duke couldn't score 20 points if he gave him six quarters. They roll on the Knowles on the ground. Take care of it. 36-plus minutes of possession time. Knowles win. Undefeated, according to Tom Lang. One loss, according to me, at 6-1. and one. We now go to Wake. Winston-Salem will be the site of some perhaps, perhaps, chilly weather, inclement weather, some winds. But Florida State gets their revenge and dominates the hapless Wake Forest Demon Deacons, who have lost too much to overcome despite being a well-coached football team. All's right in the world again. Florida State gets the W. Wake Forest back in your hole. It's a win for Florida State. Within four possessions, two for the offense, two for the defense, you can see that Florida State circled this game. They are pissed off. They got on that plane. They didn't care if it was a sleepy nooner up there. Took care of business. Florida State wins again. It's getting silly in Tallahassee. Undefeated are the Knolls. You going with a Malbec or you going with a Pinot Noir? You Ooh. going with a... What you going with, baby? A little noir. A little Beaujolais? What you doing? A little Pinot Noir, actually. Okay. I'm going to go get the, the mall back. At Pitt, I'll be there, and I hope it's cold as hell, but it won't be. It never gets cold anymore. It's November the 4th, and it will be like 77 degrees, and I'm going to go, what in the world, man? I wanted some cool weather when I came up here. Sweater weather, but it's not. Knowles go up to Pittsburgh, PA. Great city that it is. Unfortunately, not baseball season, so you folks won't get to see the best stadium in all the land. At least not being played baseball in. You can drive past it. It's right there. Enjoy it. You're all in within walking distance the stadiums are. Knowles go get a win, but it's a little bit closer than we would like it to be. Good quarterback play, well-coached team, physical team. Florida State has to hang on. We're uh, holding our breath in this one as well because there's a lot on the line now. Problem is it's sandwiched there after Wake in between Miami. You get that pick game, and I, I worry about the sequencing. Give me Florida State in a hard-fought victory. You know, this is a field that unless your name is Jameis Winston, it feels like it's tough to just go up and down and score touchdown after touchdown, both in the pros and in college. It just doesn't feel like uh, the greatest show on turf.
And so, unfortunately for the Knolls, they drop a stunner. Pitt secures the win. Hmm. They are good for one of these hmm. as a program. Every once in a while, they get one here. A devastating loss. You see the joy in the faces of ESPN pundits as they break down what happened to Florida State today. It's been a wild Saturday, but none more wild than what happened at the former Heinz Field in a 24-21 win for Pitt. 21 points from this offense, and we're asking questions. We are. Heading into the Miami game, Doe Campbell Stadium. Now, fortunately for Florida State, Miami, it is November, having already seen their hopes and dreams dashed way back in September. They come in here with the false bravado of most Miami teams. They puff out their chest. The first series of the game, Florida State answers for that loss at Pitt. Up top yet again. Another roasting early in this game for a touchdown. Jordan Travis and the offense is underway. They light up the Miami Hurricanes yet again, and this is a W for Florida State. Worst thing that could have happened to the Miami Hurricanes is what happened in Pittsburgh the week before. And for those of us who are like-minded in the gambling game, mm. this may have discounted the line by about three or four points. Jump all over the Knolls when the line opens on Sunday because Lay this, the points! Lay them! After Miami is already not good enough. But when you see the sequence of games that lead into the kickoff against FSU here in Tallahassee, that is a beleaguered bunch. It's a rabid fan base hungry to get a win. They'll show their ass in the pregame. Always. Like they did when Clemson went down there and they lost 59 to nothing. It's yeah. going to be a similar type beatdown to this year. They might get to 10, though. They may score a touchdown. Florida State all over Miami. This game's over by halftime. Need another Jamie Robinson dismissive flippity-doo of the quarterback. Make it happen. He's not here, but somebody can assume the role. Absolutely. North Alabama, I don't know why we're talking about them. Other than they are on the list of victories for Florida State. They made the schedule. They made the schedule. There they are. <laughs> North Alabama. W for Florida State. Ooh, a lot of backups in this game. A lot of intriguing prospects. We get opportunities in this football game to watch many of our backups lighten it up, and they were excited about the future. Moriart's passing against North Alabama. Tate Rodemaker or A.J. Oh, Duffy? Oh, wow. I like it. Tate's going to light him up. Maybe even a rare start. On the way to a W, in case you needed the reassurance in the chat and on the podcast, Florida State wins the game. 10-1. and one. If Florida were to solve their quarterback situation, and they have not, but it's a weird time in college football, there is still an opportunity to go get a quarterback. This game would make me a lot more nervous, so perhaps in future W's and L's, the discussion shifts. But as it stands now, they don't have a quarterback. And you need one to beat Florida State. Knowles get the win down in Gainesville. It is an unreal regular season campaign. The lone loss coming on the road to Clemson in a toughie. The Florida State Seminoles finish 11-1 and on their way to the ACC championship game for a rematch with the Clemson Tigers. Down there in hell known as Gainesville, you'll hear the following as you're walking out to get a refill at halftime and Gators fans are leaving the stadium. What they're going to be saying as they're leaving the stadium at halftime Let's and you're leaving purple porpoise. to get a refill is, thank God Jordan Travis is gone after this year. Thank God that kid's gone. Let's go to the Lavender Bullet. And you know what? You get two for one if you have a mullet. So a lot of Gators will be drinking two for ones that day at halftime. 
it's 11 and one and we're off to Charlotte. We are off to Charlotte to play for the right to go to the college football playoff. That's what we're saying. They're saying, let's go to the brass monkey. Let's take it on over to balls. I told you I fell asleep at balls one time. Did you? Standing up against the big screen. I was awakened by a furious man who said, hey, get the hell out of the way. I was a little bleary-eyed. You, oh, you were in the way, not I next to the screen? I was standing in front of the screen. I was leaning up against it. That's funny for about 30 seconds if you're on the other side. If you're the person trying to watch the television, you're like, look at this guy. Well, I was and then, time. okay. I, I, so here's the deal. I wasn't driving, and we went to this guy's house who I didn't know, and it just got out of control. And so, and this, I was in my early, early. Coming in hot. I was in my early 20s, and they were like, hey, we should take it over to Balls. And I was like, all right, let's go. And thinking I had the energy to do that. And then we got into balls and I was like, a little nappy poo here for me. <laughs> That's what they say in the service industry. When, when somebody like you that day was walking, yeah. coming in hot. I was 21. Yeah, Got a couple a, of live ones. Yeah. I would never have fallen asleep had we gone to the lavender mullet. Right. Balls just felt like. Yeah, a, it's just like a good place to take a nap. Good, yeah. Good atmosphere for a nap. We both went 11 and 1 with Florida State in our first edition of W's and L's. There it is. We'll do more. It could change radically. It could be 12 and 0, it could be 6 and 6. Who knows? No postseason W's and L's. No. That's no. the other thing. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that at another time. What a what a very different outlook this version of W's and L's was this year as opposed to last at this time. It's Jeff Cambridge on 93.3. Real Talk Radio Warchant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome back to the jeff cameron show sponsored by legendary home loans a mortgage experience designed around speed simplicity and customer service before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. FSUHomeLoans.com. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Jeff Cameron, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Seriously, call Shannon Young if you're about to buy a home. My man is the true knoll and going to save you a ton of money. Legendary Home Loans, 844-FSU-LOAN. Overlooked note here that we didn't get a chance to talk about, Tom. I always look at these things, and per our discussion a moment ago about my escapades at Balls in Gainesville, um, former quarterback Stetson Bennett 
as you guys know, former Georgia quarterback, since Benny, still quarterback, uh, arrested on public intoxication charges in Dallas. Did you see? Did you happen to see the time? I always look at the time. No, but I heard that the takedown was, uh, and you'll you'll discuss that, I'm sure, but was pretty good. It's a pretty good-sized takedown. And a statement to ESPN, a Dallas Police Department spokesperson said that the officers responded to a report, or actually multiple reports, <laughs> of a man banging on doors at the 1600 block of Tribeca Way at 7, 10 a.m.? Oh, no. My man. I didn't expect that. Have yourself a night. Holy moly. You got to be home. You got If it goes to 7, 10 a.m., you got to be home. You can't be out and about. I'm too old to do 7, 10 a.m. anymore, but there was a time. The rule was if it was going to go like that, you had to be home. You couldn't be out and about. Because you could end up banging on doors, lost and confused. This is how it happens, see. You got to be on your porch at your apartment where I was when I saw a jogger at 6.20 a.m. as the sun was coming up. And I turned to Matt Britton and said, good God, that's God's flashlight. We need to go to bed. That man was just jogging all healthy. We were out on the porch smoking a cigar. That's a, you you got to call it a day. Stetson. Get off a of Tribeca Way, baby, at 7, 10 a.m. Can you remember what the jogger looked like? No. Okay. That would have been something. No, I don't remember what the jogger looked like. It was a dude, and he was, he was, he was, he was like sprinting. I was. Oh, really, he was getting it. I was disappointed. He was really moving. It made me feel worse. He was just shuffling. I'd be like, eh. He was going. He was getting his day started. <laughs> I wonder if it was TPE. It was a long time ago. No, I think he was doing. Quite well, not to be in that apartment complex, uh, but but I wasn't. <laughs> I was making thirty-one grand a year. I had to be at that apartment, buddy. Those are tough times. Bennett uh, left the detention center Sunday morning. Well, they arrested him Sunday morning, so I don't know uh, what time he got out of there. But it was before noon, no doubt. Got picked up, but tough times there, Stetson. It's a misdemeanor. He'll be all right. He's probably laughing now, but banging on the doors at 7, 10 a.m. I want to know where they were. I want to know what that night looked like. Well, look, he wasn't going to make first-round money anyway, but he cost himself a couple of bucks probably. Maybe. I don't think guys care that much about that. I mean, if he has a career problem, like if they go and do the – I mean, they do so many background checks. That's now part of it. Though. Yeah, they could just tell, is this a one-off? A man is blowing off steam, two-time national champion. Still feeling good about the accomplishments. Went out to Dallas to visit some friends. Got a little loose. Got a little loose in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, we don't see anything from his past in Athens. It'll be all right. I don't think they care that much. Look, Stetson, if you want to get a little loose every once in a while, that's no big deal. But then you don't tip as well. We got, I mean, we got to eliminate one of <laughs> we gotta, these. Yeah, I yeah. need you to pick. If you're going to be my quarterback. Yeah, you're going to have to do better You're going to have to pick one or the other. Either gratuities go up. Where consumption comes down. One <laughs> of the two. Oh, man. That was hilarious. No, that was not Chateau DeVille. That's not where I was. No, that it was a different apartment complex. Although every time I pass uh, 
chateau, I, I think of, uh, well, they changed the name of the apartment complex that I actually lived in right off of uh, Ocala. Oh, well, that was Berkshire Manor? Berkshire Manor, yeah. When I pass Berkshire Manor now, I thought that place was luxurious. When I pass it now, I'm like, good God. In those days, that part of town was the luxurious campus living. And now everybody lives on campus. And so Lord knows what the maintenance schedule is like at yeah. those apartment complexes. That's how on Maintenance Tuesday happened, yeah. But I moved from there and went to a, a nicer apartment complex. But it's still an apartment complex. Did it have Villa in, in the name? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you, when you live alone, when you get to where you have lived alone or you own a home, the thought of what your living arrangements used to be like, it's unbearable. You think, what was I doing? I lived in a two-bedroom with three people. One of them slept on the couch every night, taking up space. If you came home, you're like, oh, don't worry about that. It's my roommate. He's sleeping on the couch. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. There's a friend of ours in undergrad who everybody had one of these, and we all took turns being that guy, I think, mm. or gal. Probably not the gals as much as the guys. But he likes to listen to the show, so if he's flying back from his trip and listening, he'll get a kick out of this. There was a year where I think for a month to six weeks straight, he slept on our futon. Yeah. and Nobody he, thought anything of it. But he had his own place. He had his own place. It was but 10, 15 little, minutes away. A little too much fun at your place, and then... Well, we had a kegerator. And that'll happen. And we had Xbox Live. And so I'd go to class. Do? I'd come back. There he is. He's, he's like, hey, man, you want to drop the sticks? Let's go. Let's play some Halo. What do you say? I'm like, hello, roommate. Yeah, well, the same thing for me off of St. Augustine in those townhouses. My buddy Joey and Eric and Ross live there. I didn't live there, but I may as well have. I was at that place. We would do, I mean, we would do all kinds of things. I mean, ridiculous, like huge grill fests out in the parking lot. We'd have parties over there that would last three days. I never left. This is how much uh, craft beer was in its infancy. So we had a we had the kegerator, but we would get the torpedo kegs of nicer stuff. Oh, okay. Quote, unquote. Cherry wheat by oh. Sam Adams was oh. their favorite. I never enjoyed it. I was always I was early on a brown ale and porters guy, stouts. But they always had the cherry wheat on tap on the torpedo keg. And that's what got them to hang around. It was always about the cherry wheat. The cherry wheat. Yeah. Yeah. We once attended a party in the early days of craft beers and the very early days of craft beers, and this was considered craft beer. I have a guess. Go. Killian's. Killian's Red was considered a craft beer. <laughs> it's not. And it was Killian's, and we were like, look at this special beer we got. Like, poor Paul's could charge more for Killian's than they did, like a Coors. <laughs> I would, and we, it's exactly right. We would, we'd have those parties. We thought we were uppity with our Killian's. Only special people could come to that party. You had, you had to be able to chip in a buck or two. Newcastle, Amberbach, and Yingling. Those were, like, considered the fancy beers. Amberbach, good God. I remember the Amberbach phase. People, oh, I'm going to get the Amberbach for us. No. Just, yeah, it's my turn with the pitcher. I'm getting an Amberbach. Good old, yeah. I remember the Red Dogs, uh, Preston. <laughs> Red Dog, yeah. What was the one that gave you the headache that was so awful? Uh, Colt 45. Start, no, it started with an L. Uh, what was the name of that beer? Um, an L? Well, I think Ice House. Ice dude. House. That yeah. was the one. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't an L at all. It was, yeah. I, Ice it's House like was, a lowercase L. I think Ice House was the worst beer I've ever drank. 
Do they still make Ice House? We got a rubber keg of that. It one should night. be criminalized. Yeah, that was bad news. It's awful beer. And and when you drink it, you're instantly hung over. It's crazy. Like 30 minutes after the first one, you're like, oh man, I'm hung over. <laughs> You've only had two. Ooh, overdid it with the ice house. This was a good tub talk. Good work for you. Thanks to uh good work out of you. Uh thanks to our friends at Pitch and Penny in the Tub Talk. Good job, Matthew. Be well, everybody. Peace.